Steve Moore. Is Steve Moore with us? Yes, he is. Steve, how the heck is the economy going? Uh, your 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 brother uh, Larry Kudlow's away. You're you're substituting for him today. What's going on? <laughs> well, those are big shoes to fill. I read. Uh, Hi, uh, Steve. I, uh, John, good to be with you guys. Um, you know, still in a precarious position. I mean. Uh, it looks like the worst of the banking crisis might be over for now, and the, and the fear of a you know contagion that we were all worried about back uh, you know a couple of weeks ago. It looks like that's going to be pink. Uh, but I think that at the same time, uh, you look at the you know the, the inflation numbers came in a little better, but they're still persistently high in that four to six to seven percent range. I, I, Steve, I did say give it a few months, let things, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that this. I've been more right than wrong, Steve. Yeah, the numbers that came out this morning, I think, make the case that you've been making that there's no real necessity for another rate hike at this point. Uh, And I know you've been all over that story, John, and it looks like you've been right because the inflation rate is coming down. Not as fast as I'd like to see it, but it is coming down, and energy prices have fallen a bit as well. And let me ask you another question. Is another shoe going to fall? And I'm the first one that's going to be saying this. I don't think you've heard this anyplace else. The banks having to tighten up their balance sheet. And with the FDIC and all the federal regulators breaking their, I say, breaking their balls. Okay. <laughs> the cojones. Their, their, their testicles. Uh, and, 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 and most of them are going to stop lending. Well, how is that going to affect the rest of the damn economy in the in the country with the rest of the companies? Yeah, look, what worries me most about the banking industry right now is, first of all, the blame really is partially on some of these banks that made really bad decisions. But there's also, you know, the bank regulators were a bit asleep at the switch. And, you know, there's no industry that's more regulated than the banking industry. And so, you know, you have to look at these regulators and giving, you know, a clean bill of health to some of these banks and then two weeks later they're in in or near bankruptcy the other thing i really worry about uh john and i'd love your reaction to this because you you know you do a lot of banking is that i i worry that the big four banks you know citibank and jp morgan they're closed for business the what they're closed for business well they're number one they're closed for business but number two you know we're moving towards a regime where more and more of the Smaller banks are being bought up by the bigger banks. And, you know, I long for the old days of Jimmy Stewart and the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the community bank down the street that knew the businesses and knew the people. And now you're getting much more consolidation in banking. And what that might mean is you're going to get a big uh, kind of incestuous relationship between big business, big banks and big government, Rita. Well, you know what? Also, I want to ask you about some of these woke policies. And we heard about it with Signature yeah. Bank. Um, oh, there was course. some. Did you see this big news today, Steve Moore? That uh, 21 attorneys general are warning banks that they may threaten legal action over woke policies. There may be a mass lawsuit saying, you know what, you got to focus on money, not woke policies. Well, they're not going to lend at all. So what does that difference does that make? That's I mean, true. That's forget true. about lending to oil companies. They're not going to lend to anybody. Yeah, I know. John, You're right. Tell me, John. Tell me how these banks are going to make money if they're not going to do any lending. They're going to maintain what they have and try to. You know what happened when the Fed raised their rates so high, so fast, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the banks and nobody realized what was going on. And the bond portfolios and the real estate values went down, which brought yeah. them below the desirable, desirable uh, 
a place where they wanted to be and the Fed wanted them to be. Uh, well, and that, by the way, means that, you know, if the value of those properties go down, then the, then the you know, risk of, for, you know, um, mortgage foreclosure goes up. I mean, look, we're not out of the woods yet. And the, don't forget, you know, we were a year ago, the federal funds rate was 0.5%. Now it's 5%. I mean, that's, a, that's one of the steepest increases in interest rates wow. that we've seen in American history. And it has, you know, caused a bit of havoc in the <laughs> industry. But your point, um, Rita, about the ESG is really an important one because, you know, my column this week was called, uh, and it got a lot of attention, it was called, Honey, We Shrink People's, uh, We Shrunk the American People's uh, Pension Plans. And so, you know, people spent their whole life, um, you know, building up a retirement saving nest egg. And then these pension funds and then these, you know, big uh, investment houses are playing politics with their pensions and they're not getting the returns they should. And, and in my opinion, that is a violation of their fiduciary duty to their clients. But moreover, you, then you get Biden who vetoes a bill by Congress, a bipartisan bill that would have said no more ESG. You know, do your fiduciary duty and get the best return. Steve, for that, that's a, that's a different war to be fought because uh, uh, that was a stupid thing for President Biden to do. We got, we got I time agree. for one more question. Yeah. Steve, Rudy, Steve Rudy, before you run, could you tell uh, uh, the Amer- our country what it means to lose the dollar? as the reserve currency. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me how many home runs Aaron Judge was going to hit home this year. (laughs) He did well yesterday. John was there, by the way. John was was rooting him on there yesterday. 162 if he keeps up the pace. They had the best hot dogs I've ever had. (laughs) They're always good. You guys are blowing up my one minute. (laughs) Should we let him talk, John? 30 seconds. You notice, Rita, I'm trying to avoid answering his question. I did. You're doing a very good job. Go ahead. What's going to happen? We're in deep crap. I'll answer the question. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that answer. No, we're in deep crap if that happens. And, and the $30 trillion we owe, we're going to end up paying uh, $4 trillion in interest alone. Steve, uh, they filibust me. So we'll just call it. You know why, why the dollar's going to be fine? Because it's the least rotten apple in the cart. You're right. Steve Moore, I'll be listening to you on WABC tomorrow. tomorrow 1 PM. La- Larry Cudlow from 10 to 1. To PM, one. More money. Well, Larry Cudlow from 10 to 1 and Steve Moore from 1 to 2. I'll listen to you tomorrow. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.